Sipping on some 40s, yeah, yeah. Talking about the 40s, so yeah. His 40s are 40s, so yeah, oh yeah. Hi, everybody. Welcome to uh, another exciting episode of 40s on 40s. I'm your guest host, Tom Waits. And I'm Josh. How you doing, Tom? Oh, you know, I'm doing great. I was, uh, it was just your birthday recently, right? I know. It was yeah. my birthday on the 7th. It was really, really nice. Um, none of you were around for it, but I'm sure you would have if you had been invited. But I don't really invite people I don't know. <laughs> Fact is, I'm not really sure how I got here. I think my agent just gave me this out of the blue. So, um, so I guess that's fun. Yeah, it's we have a good time here, Tom. We uh we drink forties and we uh, review top forty music. Oh really? Is yeah. that I thought I thought this was gonna be like a like an interview for like the new album that's coming out. No, Is that we're not, not happening. We're not talking about your music. Oh. In fact we've never talked about your music on this. I find this that podcast. I find that very surprising considering how much I've heard that uh one of your hosts likes my music. Right. I mean he might have just mentioned you off off the cuff once or twice oh really yeah okay well you know i don't really want to waste you guys' time here if we're not doing that so i'm just gonna i'll just i'll see you later okay wait dude was that tom waits that was tom waits what he was just in the car oh my god you didn't tell me he's a busy guy yeah i guess that's true (laughs) oh man Anyway, hey guys, it's Fours and Forties. I'm Seth. I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of sick. My voice is pretty bad, but we're gonna get through this. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It was also Seth's birthday. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, it was. That's Seth's, true. Seth's birthday is the day before. That's true. Wade's birthday. It's and December sixth. Yes. I I planned on giving um, you a gift. Really? Uh, I Aww. had everything ready. Okay. And I was going to give it to you at the party, or, the, you know, the bar. Mm-hmm. But uh, I had just spaced. I'd totally forgotten and left it at home, so I brought it now. <laughs> okay. I'm excited. I would I'm very excited. much like to just give it to you. Um, wow, okay, this is you really... You probably smell it. Um, wait, is <laughs> that smell coming from the... Pro- oh, oh my god. Wait, how many are there? There's... Well, we'll just find out. Okay. Nothing major. Um, so just so that you, the, the listeners at home, know what Josh just gave me for my birthday, it's Nugs. It's Nugs. It's definitely Nugs. I'm glad you got barbecue sauce, though. That would have been really yes. uncomfortable if I didn't have it. Um, all right, let's see here. Okay. I see a four. I see another four. I'm assuming there's a ten piece. <laughs> Or is it just two four pieces? It's just two four pieces. <laughs> well, thank you, buddy. That oh, really yeah, it means probably. a lot. Um, I'm just gonna throw this bag in the back of it. Yeah, it's okay. yeah, fine. It really means a lot. Um, this is I couldn't have asked for a better, better present. Um, wait, this is definitely. Yeah, they they hooked me up, dude. They hooked you the fuck up. There's like six in this one. Oh wait, what is this? <laughs> No! Oh my god! Oh shit! I I can't I can't describe. Josh just got me a a pack of Maybelline. I completely forgot about that, dude. Holy shit! I was like, he's never gonna know. 
Dude, <laughs> what if I was like, I'm going to eat these nugs later, and then I just didn't open them? Wouldn't that have just been the fucking worst? No, I would have forced you to eat all Oh, my like God. Seth, like, I was kind of like, I was going through them. I was like, what if Seth eats one container, but then he doesn't eat the other one? I'm like, Seth, I really, I really need you to eat the other container. <laughs> I would have been like, yeah. why does this one feel so much lighter than the other one? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't... So, uh, Holy God! Just, okay, wait. And actually, this is pretty close I tried to my to, color. I tried to match your skin tone, yeah. Wait, how did you know? That's kind of creepy, but also kind of flattering. Uh, yeah, I just. Wow, this is fucking hilarious, dude! Oh my God, this is straight up Maybelline. Oh my God. So, just to make it explicit, um, you guys, I uh, one container actually had nugs, and then there's there's another container. And instead of nugs, the McNugget container had Maybelline inside. Oh my god, this is clearly the best present I've, I got. Yes. <laughs> for sure. Oh my god, dude, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Wow. Um, it's funny because I... It's weird. I didn't even think that, like, you know, Maybelline exists as, like, an abstract kind of joke to me at this point. Yeah. So I didn't actually think that Maybelline existed in real life. <laughs> like, I've never seen I've never seen a pack of Maybelline in real Neither life. Neither have I. I didn't know oh what it God, was dude. really until I bought it. <laughs> so I'm not wow. entirely sure what it does. I, maybe it just makes your skin color even? Well, it says it's know. a matte. So what I think that is is you take one of the spongy things and you, like, sponge your face with it. Um, and I want to say, it says it's a powder, so I think this is, I'm trying to remember the terms. I don't know makeup terms, I'm sorry guys, I wish I did, but I think this is like a, um, I want to say once you put like your foundation on, I think this is what you put on over it. I'm pretty sure foundation is what you put on your face so that it can hold makeup better. That's why they call it foundation, and then you put, like, other stuff over it. This looks like it's something that you would put on top of a foundation. Let me see. Natural, poreless-looking finish, up to 12-hour wear, long-lasting shine control. Wow. You control the shine on your face. That's pretty badass. Yeah. Well, shit, dude. Um, I mean, wow. What can I say? Did I say it's beautiful? You can say maybe it's Maybelline. I mean, maybe, maybe I was born with it. Oh my god. Well, thank you. This is going to definitely sit on the dash for the rest of this episode. Um, so, we got a little sidetracked. Uh, Josh, what are we drinking here tonight? Oh, uh, I've never seen this before. Hold on. <laughs> oh, okay. I know, I got us something a little special. We're drinking, uh, it's called Ice House. Yep. Ice brewed for a bolder taste. Bolder taste. This bottle is, uh... That's pretty awesome. It's like very square and like t- tough looking. It's super square. And um, yeah, it's funny because I saw it and it, it almost looked like King Cobra, but King Cobra was next to it. But I was like, oh, it's the plastic bottle. It means it's got to be good. <laughs> so I got it for us. So um, let's uh, fucking crack this open right here because I'm I need something to wash these nugs down with, dude. <laughs> Shit. Alright, well... Oh, whoa. When I open it, there's like... What's that? What do you... What do your, what do your elf eyes see? It looks like dry ice is coming out of the bottle. Oh, you're right. It's like mist. It's like cold mist. We've stepped into the fog. That's... That, that's... I've never seen that it's when pretty, I've opened a beer. That's pretty cool. Yo, it's because it's Ice House. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well... Cheers. cheers. Thanks for the birthday present, oh, dude. So nice of you. <laughs> 
well. Doesn't really taste like much, but, you know, I got the job done. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that, too. Would you say you're cold as ice with that? I would say I'm cold as ice. Okay, good. Good. Glad we're on the same page. So, uh, now that we've uh, talked ourselves into that, let's get into this episode and see what we got going on here. So, uh, first let's start with the the top five plus one. Um, Basically the same as, as the last couple of weeks here. Uh, Number one is Rockstar. Number two is Havana. Number three is Perfect. Perfect keeps moving up, dude. I'm really nervous. I think it's, again, I think it's because it's the holidays. Um, Then we got number four is Gucci Gang. Number five is Thunder. And number 17 is amazingly still water sport. It's held onto that 17 spot. Okay. So... That brings us to number 21, which I think you can already see what it is. Um, it happens every year. This year is clearly no different. All I Want for Christmas is You by the one and only Mariah Carey. Okay. So, how, how did it climb in the charts, you ask? Yeah. Well, because radio put it on rotation, and now it is... Because the billboard, I believe, is how many plays it gets you know, on the radio across the country. Right. And clearly, All I Want for Christmas is You is a uh, time-honored Christmas tradition, seeing as we're in the Christmasing month. Right. It has begun. So, uh, let's get into this Mariah Carey song. Um, I Amazingly, I don't think I've actually heard the whole thing through ever, so this will be a fun learning experience for all mm-hmm. of us. So, uh, let's see what she's got to say. My first thought after hearing that song, I kind of feel like Christopher Walken. And I'm just like, you know what, guys? That, that last take was great, but I'm just going to need more Sleigh Bell. Yeah. Just going to need way more Sleigh Bell. Just, like, bring that Sleigh Bell. Just throw it, like, way up in the mix. I don't even really need to hear lyrics. I just... That Sleigh Bell, it's just... Mwah, just so just pristine and Sleigh belly, festive. It's the best. Also, mad props to those dudes in the back, those altos. <laughs> they, have, they have one of the most, uh, I wouldn't say the hardest job, one of the most endearing jobs, I suppose. <laughs> Mariah Carey's just going crazy, and they're just like, and, uh, <laughs> like, you know, you gotta give them props. That's uh, it's a tough gig. It's a tough gig. They to... were too loud. <laughs> they, <laughs> they were, they were kind loud. of loud. Oh my god! Uh, um, but they were so they were so confident, and they were just fucking going for it. They were. <laughs> they were a little high in the mix, though. I think that was true. I had to break the the groove <laughs> and the feng shui. Okay. But I have to use a bathroom now. I have to use a bathroom now, dude. We just started the review. Can we just make this a quick review? We can. Okay. Basically, what I was gonna say. I don't even really know how to adequately review a Christmas song, especially this one, because it's been around for so long, and, like, I've I've heard this song, like, a million fucking times. Like, you know, like, how do you talk about production or or musicality on a Christmas song? Like, how do you, how do you do it? How do you do it on a, well, tr- on a traditional song? I have, I do have critiques, but I, 
I really have to use the bathroom. Ugh. Can we just pause and then get back to this? Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, take a take a bathroom break. We'll be right back. Welcome to intermission. Just you know, if you need to, just go get some popcorn. Go get that. Uh, go get that eggnog. Spice it up a little. Come on back. We'll still be here. We'll give you time. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're waiting. Yeah. Intermission. Like on a scale of one to eight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Wow, that's quite relieved. Oh yeah, it's great. Can we talk about? Do you, shall we talk about this for a couple of minutes, or just the song? Stick to the song. I assume. Uh, we talk about what? Talk about how relieved you are. Going number. Just did. I have a few thoughts on going number two. Um, let's save that for later. Okay. Just try to stay on topic here a little bit. We've made the people wait long enough. I also have a really good story. Okay. an airplane and a dog and number two. Oh, well, I definitely but want to hear let's, that. Well, let's do the song first. Okay. I, actually, I actually did have a lot of thoughts on the song. Yeah, tell me about it. What were you um, thinking? Her, I think her voice is... Like, I like her voice a lot. Mm-hmm. It's She's so skilled. Yeah. And she's pretty emotive. And there's a lot of dynamics to her singing, which I like. And um, so that's all great. Mm-hmm. Um, this song, though, like, arrangement-wise, I felt like it was totally cluttered. Like, the arrangement and the mix, like, you have this piano going, like, it's like, two, three, four, ding, 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 or, and it's, like, it's, like, too loud, and then you have these altos that are too loud, and then there's, like, so much, like, room and verb on her voice, like, yeah. Literally, the words are almost indecipherable, <laughs> yeah. other than the one main line. So it's just like, and it just doesn't feel spaced, or it doesn't feel spaced, or volume, or, or like any of that doesn't seem to have been done well with all the different elements. And so it just sounds like everything's competing and like cluttering each other up. Right. Like I was shocked. I because I remember that song being like, oh, it's a so polished, like great pop Christmas song. But I listened to it and I was like, man, this mix sounds terrible. <laughs> like that's that's kind of how I felt about it, you know. Mm-hmm. And, well, you know, and and to add on to that, I feel like the mix sound it it sounded really cluttered, but the actual arrangement was pretty basic. Like I don't know if you were listening to that bass part, but it's literally oh, yeah. just like bup, bup, same, bup, yeah. Because the bass was also very prominent in the mix, so I was like, wow. This but is it's very just like boom, 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 boom the whole time. Yeah, yeah. And then like the dr- like the drums were even mixed weird. Yeah, like it, it felt like. A- to me, it felt like it was like a Casio keyboard drums in the background. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> you could just see somebody on a keyboard being like, plonk, 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 yeah. plonk. You know what I think it was, though, is I think that this might be a case of too much compression. Yeah, probably. I don't know. Because, I mean, just... Well, it's like too much compression in some places and just weird leveling in other places. Like, you know, those altos being way too loud, the sleigh bell not being loud enough. Yeah. Literally, if this song was just Sleigh Bell and Mariah Carey singing, I'd be pretty happy. If 
it was just her singing, I would be fine. Right, exactly. I thought the mixing on her voice sounded fine <laughs> when I think about it. But I think the I think the reverse yeah. got it got buried by all the production on everything else. It might not it might not have been the reverb as much as just everything else. Yeah. yeah. The my my uh whenever this song, you know, comes up or whatever, my first thought is always, Oh man, I love the My Chemical Romance cover of this. Oh, I don't think I've heard it. It's so good. I mean the whole thing, okay, my favorite part of the song, both versions, is just mm-hmm. the intro. Because, <laughs> sure. Because the singer is very passionate. And it's like over the top. And it's, you know, and I like the melody and the chords and all that. Um, so same goes for the My Chem. The My Chem cover, like, oh my gosh, I love his voice in the intro. Dude, Gerard Way is a fucking boss. Oh, yeah. And then, but then when it, the, when they pick up into like the punk pop version of the song, I kind of like just, oh, I'll change it. I just love the first minute of it. Really? And I was so inspired and like liked it so much, I kind of based like a whole song within that vibe. When I was like 16, I was like, I wrote a song. Wow, I wrote so a song funny. on keyboard. Yeah, I was like inspired by that. That's so funny, dude. And I wrote it in during Christmas time, too. Wow. So oh my God. Yeah. Um, I don't really have too much more to say about this song, honestly. Listen to my chem. Yeah, I'll listen to the my chem version. That yeah. sounds fun. You know that Josh is a true fan because he says my chem. Oh yeah. Um, I saw them. I saw them in San Diego with the Black Tour, the Black Parade. Tour. Oh, the Black Parade Tour. Yeah. That sounded tight. Way back when. Damn. I was a little youngster. One of my first shows. Would you say that you saw them when you were a young boy? Your father took you into the city. My sister took to me. See a marching band? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my sister took me. It was pretty odd. Like, they did most of that record, and wow. it was very theatrical, and it was awesome. Sure. And then I was like, oh man, it would have been kind of fun to hear those other songs I like by them a lot. And then, you know, I, we were young, we didn't know. Right. After 20 minutes, they come back out in like their normal, oh, nice. their normal gear, and they played the hits. And I was oh, like, that's oh, amazing. Yeah. That's tight. It's like, oh, yes. And he sang really... I was like, oh, man, I wonder if he's going to nail that part in The Ghost of You that I like. Oh, dude, The Ghost of You is so fucking yeah. good. And he fucking nailed it. I was like, oh, oh yes. Like, yeah. Was it like... And I played Helena, which is, might be my favorite song. It's a pretty great yeah. song. Also, the fucking vocals on that song are really hard. They're so good. Yeah. I, I always love in, the, in that very, very last chorus when he hits that, like that higher note in the chorus and it just like stays there and it's so good so that was number 21 if you can believe that that's pretty fucking high was it number two it was not (laughs) dude i just saw a sound clip of that (laughs) wait can you do that like one more time yeah it's not number two Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, no, you my, got all the subtle, like the subtle yeah. vibrations in there. My, uh, there's an old, old friend of my family. He's named Jeff, and he has a total wee, like wheezy. Does he have a wheeze laugh? It's so oh, funny. Do wheeze laughs? <laughs> oh my god! It's nothing but a wheeze. <laughs> there's no, there's no, vo- there's no like throat movement at all. It's just no. one pure exhale. Once in a while, you get like a. <laughs> Oh like it's a little like higher pitched thing, dude. I love the kind of laughs that make you want to laugh more when oh, you hear yeah. them. That's the best. Yeah. So the next song is unfortunately not going to be as blissfully Christmassy. It's called Mike Drop, and it's by someone named BTS, featuring designer who I think is a rapper, <clears throat> producer, otherwise musician type. Um. So let's uh see what we got here.
Well, I see the uh, the K-pop still sweeping the nation. <laughs> sweeping. Sweep the leg. Um, yo, I actually kind of like that song, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I see you with the judgy eyes over there. I'll, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you a couple of reasons why I liked it. One reason was I thought the beat was fun. I thought the production was pretty tight, but mostly I liked the expressiveness and the energy from the vocals. Although, again, I couldn't, you know, understand them directly, and I was looking at a translation. I thought they really... It was just like a... It was a boast song, for sure, but it was definitely a song that was, like, having more fun with it instead of, like, being mean-spirited or being like, you suck, I'm gonna steal your girl and banger. Like, it wasn't, like, one of those songs. It was more of a song of just being like, yeah, I'm super cool, which I realize is still something that's pretty overdone. But hearing it from a perspective that wasn't mean-spirited, I think, was actually kind of nice and sort of a change of pace from what we've heard on the show a lot. Um, yeah. Also, the beat just, like, got in my head. It actually really reminded me of Cyclone. Uh, it was a song from the t- early 2000s. I don't remember who did it, but uh, maybe T.I. somebody. But um, the hook was definitely catchy enough that I found myself bobbing to it. And... Um, I don't know, just generally, I don't really have a problem with that song. I quite enjoyed myself with that song. But I, I uh, see, I see you. <laughs> I see you trying to... No, nah, dude, I started zoning out like a minute. Yeah? If you hear 20 seconds, you know the entire zone. That's true. It's like... But it's a really dope 20 seconds, though. <laughs> I guess it's like, if you if you vibe hard, like really hard, yeah. with the first 20 seconds, you'll enjoy the song. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you'll start getting bored and or annoyed, which is what I did. Okay. Like... It was very repetitive. Very... Their interpretation of a Oriental or Asian riff repeating throughout the entire song. It just... And not even just that, but even the vocal delivery and the mel- and the quote-unquote melodies and the percussive elements, like... There is so little variety or dynamics or change. Literally sounded like I was listening to the same four bars like on repeat for three and a half minutes. Word. That's how that's how I like my interpretation of it was. Um Well I th- Well, I think when you say uh I think you just said that it sounded like they were going for like an Asian vibe, but they are Korean, so like I feel like that's probably a realm that is somewhat familiar to them. I don't know. I like. I don't know if it was based on anything, like any like traditional song, and maybe it was just used as a sample. Maybe. Mm, I don't think it's a sample. I think it's well. The reason that I was like slightly undercutting the legitimacy or you know of it is that I don't know if it's has really any. What would the word be? I don't know if it's actually calling upon like musical motifs of that culture. Oh, okay. Or if it's just taking like, oh, this is what the western world will this is what will remind them of their interpretation of our music. Oh, I see. So we'll just use like these three notes. So you think that they might actually be dumbing it down for western audiences? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean if that was what they were doing, I could see that because western audiences are kind of dumb. They're like using that. like like oh, we use this keyboard sound that like we're we'll have a tone that we're that's you know. Yeah. Here's like it's like whatever cliche or stereotype will get them to associate the you know, this in their minds, we'll just use that and repeat it like three and a half minutes. 
Word. Well, while I think that's true, <laughs> I don't deny that. Um, I don't know. I think it might just be a difference of opinion, uh, a difference of preference in this case. Because for I don't, and I don't even know why I was more okay with this song, but um, I think it's because I found the hook compelling, and you know, like I thought the flow, I thought their flow was good. Again, I thought the energy was up. The production was pretty good on it too. I thought. Maybe we... I think maybe this is the first song that we disagree kind of hard on. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I know we do. Yeah, because I, I didn't like that. Um, <laughs> I was, like, I was like humming the, the, the one of the melodies in my head because I was, like, yeah. trying to... I was, I was like, what is it that... Because there's... Was there something that was getting to you? No, 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 no. It's just, you know, we're, we're both very much into music, and so... Yeah. There are so many different scales that I don't use often, and I haven't... I'm not super familiar with. And so there are there are a lot of scales and different cultures that I would like, I want to explore more because it's like totally different vibe and feeling behind them. And so I was like trying to hum, I was trying to hum mm. the, mo- the the main motif in this song to be like, what are they playing on? Like, what is, you know, what what are the the you know the, the note relations? It almost sounds like a D f- D sharp E flat, but what it is so what I think it is is um. All right, never mind. Um, <laughs> I was about to be like, "This is Josh humming." Just give him a second. Yeah, no, no, because no, I was, I was thinking that the starting note of the motif. I was like, "Is that the root?" Because then it would be like this interesting scale where, like, the the next note after the root is just a half sharp, a uh, half step up. Oh, okay. So like, okay is okay. it playing on like a diminished scale, or is it like just this other interesting different scale? But then I was like, no, I think the starting note is just... I'm going to get into, like, music geek... All, like, yeah, yeah, music. I think the starting note is just the fifth. Oh. Uh, so, so that's why it's like... If, say you're playing, like, a normal minor scale. Right. The fifth and the sixth are, are half step apart. Right, so right, I, right. it might have just been that. So it's like a... They might just be doing a normal, like, not even an Asian, but just, like, a normal, like, you know, minor... Yeah, scale, I think so. Starting on the fifth, like because you know when I listened to it, it didn't really strike me as particularly like quote unquote like stereotypical Asian. Maybe you picked up on it because of like how the progression went. Maybe that had yeah, to do with it. I'd have to listen to it again. But. Interesting, but yeah, those because like sometimes I I I will play and like mess around with other scales and and they're they're very. They're, I like them a lot. They're, like, they're just beautiful. Like all, there's so many different scales that have these totally different textures and mm-hmm. like feelings to them. Yeah. That most of the time, like we don't think of or we don't use. We're so used to like, you know, we're so used to like basically two different kinds of scales. Like sharpen, sharpen, no, uh, uh, or major and minor. Yeah, just like the total major minor. Or if you want to get into other geeky music things. <laughs> uh-huh. Major would be the Ionian mode, and the minor would be Aeolian. Okay. Those two, which is based around the same, like, step right. patterns. There's, like, one scale, and then there's seven modes of it, and then most... Right. We only think of two of those modes, but then there's, like, other scales, which, you know, have their... Mm. Uh, have They all have, like, you know, their own modes, too. Right. But... Yeah, I remember learning all of that and then I haven't really, like, haven't really read about it a lot since I learned it, so I've gotten pretty foggy on that, but yeah. that's all really cool. 
Well, anyway, I think the conclusion is that this might be one of the first songs where I actually liked it and you did not like it, like, no, at I all. did not like that, no. So, I feel like that might, yeah, I mean... I mean, I didn't, it, like, other songs bother me, like, this didn't bother me. Right, you just didn't think it was that interesting. Yeah. Yeah, which is fair, you know, and I understand why. I mean, it was pretty bland and, or not bland, but it was pretty repetitive, um, but I liked the beat, so that was probably why I liked it more. Anyway... So, our next song looks like it's going to be by somebody named MNF. Okay. Just all these all these abbreviated names. First there's BTS, now there's NF. And this one's called Let You Down. The opposite of the Beatles, Don't Let Me Down. Don't right, exactly. What if you, What if it was just a Beatles cover that was like, Please Let Me Down, and that was just it. That's one of my favorite Beatles songs, actually. It's a good one. Anyway. See, this is a Beatles cover. right now. I wish that I could say I'm proud. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let, let you down. All these voices in my head get loud. I wish that I could shut them out. I'm sorry that I let you down. Let, let you down. Yeah. You don't want to make this work. You just want to make this work. Huh. Bunch of 40 you got left there. Mm, I don't know. This is... Is this stronger than usual? I think it's a little stronger than usual. This is 5.5, which I don't know how much we normally... I know, I feel like I'm starting to feel it a little bit. Yeah, I think because a lot of beers, they're like in the 4.5 range. Oh, okay, okay. No, I think not it's, like not like that fucking old English like seven point four bullshit. That was fucking. I don't rough. remember what that one was. That, that was, was rough. crazy. That was rough. I, um, think, I think it's slightly stronger than usual. Yeah, but um. So what did you think of this song? I want to hear your opinion first. I started thinking, what if it's just as repetitive as the other song I didn't like. <laughs> Uh-huh. But just, but I happen to be, like, I'm getting at the point of, the point I'm trying to get at is, yeah. what if my critique is, well, my critique is totally subjective, but what if it's not that the song is repetitive that bothered me, but I just didn't vibe with the, the feeling, the emotion of the music and the vocal delivery? Because this one, I would argue there was more dynamics and shifts. Mm-hmm. But what if someone was like, no, there wasn't. You just, just because you vibed with the feeling, you were okay with it. Mm. That it was as repetitive. Interesting. Because I like the tone of the piano, and I like the chords, and I, and I like the darker, slightly sadder vibe um, of this song. And, you know, I really, I liked the, the hook, and I liked the, the, the vocal effect and the vocal delivery on the hook. And yeah. The rapping and, and the lyrics were okay. I don't think that they were super great or insightful, but there were a couple lines that stood out. Um, uh, one of them was, you want to get out all your words, but you don't want to hear me speak. Or Yeah. That, that was one of them where, you know, oftentimes when we're... Well, specifically, the song's about a relationship. So say you're in a relationship right. and you're having arguments or struggles really it can only get sussed out if both people listen to the other party and if both people are willing to willing to have the perspective that neither that they're both equally valid like yeah. this person feels this way and this is how they see it and they're just as valid and right and important as your feelings and your perspective 
So that's kind of, that's, that line is highlighting that when relationships aren't working, oftentimes one or both parties, like, they're just totally blinded and they won't. Yeah. And then the other line was, um, I don't remember. I could look and find it, but I don't remember. But, okay. you know. Do you remember okay. what the general sentiment was of no, it? No, I just totally spaced on it. Oh, okay. Totally spaced. Well, you know, I think it's interesting what you're saying about the, the repetitiveness just depending on, like, you know, your perspective and what vibe you prefer more. Because I think that definitely is something, you know, like, this song, I would say that this song is about as equally repetitive as the song that we heard before it. But I think that the difference is that there's different instrumental elements that are happening in each song. Like, the one before this was definitely a lot more, uh, I would say it was a lot more, like, sort of DJ-produced, more of, like, a beat, whereas this one had, like, the piano going. It had it had a lot more of, like, an organic sound. Like, even some of the sounds that were going on in the background, kind of, like, the swirling, sort of, like, underwatery effects, a lot of those seemed more organic, um, so that might be a reason why, again, maybe this particular repetitiveness appealed to you more. Yeah. Um, the other thing, too, I gotta give props. I've never heard of this guy before. Um, his flow is fantastic. Yeah. And, like, I think the difference between, like, this guy's flow and somebody like the Migos' flow is, like, they they do the triplets, but their sentences... And I know... I, I've actually had people give me shit about not liking Migos, actually. I don't know if I told you that. No, you didn't. But there are people that came out to me, they're like, you just, like, don't get Migos. And I'm like, what is there to get? But, like... But really, like, they were like, you don't understand, like, the flow system. And I was like, all right, explain it to me. I'm down. And they were like, well, you you see, they rap on triplets. And I'm like, that's cool. Um, Great. Yeah, I was going to be like, I was like, no, trust me, Seth knows the flow system. Yeah. and like He's played drums for many a year. Right. And it's like, the thing is, is that it's not just percussive, but it's also what you do within that. So, you know, like like, the Migos flow, they have individual lines that are that are like fine or funny or or interesting but they don't really they never really have a specific narrative to any of their songs at least from what i've heard um i haven't heard like a whole migos album because the thought of doing that is a little bit of a you know i have to really prepare myself for that but um just in the songs that i've heard by migos which is a lot of their singles they kind of they kind of do like the the popular hip-hop pop stuff where like they'll say like individual lines that are funny but like won't really connect up to like a particular theme unless if it's like I'm going out and these things happened or like I was banging this chick and these things happened um whereas like this song had a very a very specific like narrative and like a story that it told and it told it in a way where the flow was still like very very like percussive and fast and there were a lot of words in there but it was just done to me in a much more like masterful articulated way and I think that was what that was what made me appreciate it more because it's like oh you're you're also rapping fast and you're like on the billboard charts but like not only can I understand what you're saying but I like also like what you're saying is like is actually telling like a story which to me was just way more interesting yeah yeah I mean again what's up do you mind if I like really quick at the lyrics one more time yeah yeah, no let's do it yeah I can bring that up it's kind of bothering me that I don't remember the other line 
No, yeah. Well, and I was going to say, you know, while you're looking at that, I think the other thing, too, that I wanted to bring up was, the was like, the high vocals that happened. And I think that might have been something to break up the repetitiveness a little bit because it started out by doing that at the beginning. He goes in the flow, and then when the chorus hits, he starts, and then the higher part hits. And I think that that adds a lot more depth than you might have otherwise had with with a song that was constructed like this. Yeah. Um, it just added a little bit of that relief where, like, you know, your brain is hearing the same the same beat over and over again, and then it's like, oh, there's this new element that's thrown in. Yeah. So, so you have something back to come, something to come back to, I should say. Anyway, so what was yeah. the line? Yeah, yeah. I guess that was a heavy yawn. Um, <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I think it came uh, from this beer. I think that's, I think that's the source. <laughs> the line was just, "You'll call tomorrow," like nothing's wrong. Oh yeah. Um, which is another interesting insight, in my opinion, of when people don't know how or they're not willing to work things out or not, you know, don't have maybe communication skills or whatever the case yeah. is oftentimes they'll just pretend like they can, like time will make it okay. Yeah. But it never does. It's If there are issues, right. you have to suss them out and communicate them and like people's perspectives have to change and you mm-hmm. have to work things out that way. Because if you don't and you think you can just, oh, well, let's just not talk about it and in a couple of days it'll be fine. <laughs> Those feelings and those perspectives stay. Right, but they, they just will, bury themselves yeah, deeper. And they will come out harder the next time or they'll just be there forever and Yeah. It's not gonna work. You gotta figure out a way to make it you know, suss it out. Exactly. Which like again, this song is very much like this guy like something obviously happened and the dude is apologizing for it and like he's trying to find a way to make it better, but like it's also like you're saying where, like, they haven't said anything and now it's just, like, this weird, awkward place. Because yeah. he has that line about, like, I don't know why you're laughing at this joke. Like, it wasn't really that funny. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's, like, obviously the other person is trying to, like, be normal about it, but he, like, sees that as not being normal, so he's, like, weirded out more. Yeah. So, I don't know. I really liked it. I really thought it was a well-constructed, well-performed song. Yeah. I was, I was, I liked it, yeah. Definitely pleasantly surprised. You know, I wasn't sure what to expect, but really ended up liking it. Uh, Meanwhile, we're on the last song of the night. So, and I actually saw this earlier, and I was like, well, this should be interesting. The last song of the night is called Silence. It's by that dude Marshmallow. You may remember Marshmallow from that Selena Gomez Wolves song. Uh, Oh, dude. Not that he did anything necessarily. Maybe he produced it. Uh, do you remember the Wolves song? I remember the Wolves song, yeah. He was the one. He was on it somewhere, which I'm assuming means he like made the beat or he did something. For some reason, I was into the Wolves song. I don't know why. What? Where, wait, was I? I don't remember. Uh, that was the one about like running in the streets with wolves, running through the jungle crying with, wolves, with wolves, crying with wolves. I, I feel like I, I'm kind of embarrassed. I think I might have ranked that high. Damn. Did I? I don't remember. Ooh, I don't remember either. It might have been a bad week, and I was like, oh, <laughs> was, this is I remember that week one. was really weird. Yeah. Um, I think you started out by ranking it high, and then you maybe settled lower for it. Oh, oh my gosh! I, I saw the remember. I saw the single art for it. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> oh, that was right. That was you literally rough. texted me the next next day, and you're like, Seth, if I had seen that single art before.
before we listened to this song, I probably wouldn't have ranked it so high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the three the three wolves howling T-shirt, except like one wolf was replaced with Selena Gomez, and other was replaced with Marshmallow's head. Which, like, for those of you at home who haven't seen it, it's literally just oh, like man. a marshmallow head with like X's and like a smile on it. And that's it. Okay. So it's pretty exciting. Anyway, let's review this song. Wait, so he's the main artist on this one. He's the main artist, so I have no idea. Featuring how... Khalid. Featuring Khalid, who was on Young, Dumb, and Broke, but he was also on that other song, Location, that we really liked. Yeah. So um, let's yeah. just let's check this out see what happens. Who knows? Maybe Marshmallow will sing. Khalid will probably end up singing. Yeah. But let's check it out. Uh, I found peace in your body. Can't show me there's no point in trying. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've entered the uh, we've entered the sleepy time realm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know how this no, happened. You're, you're totally. You're. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how this happened. I didn't realize this beer was actually called Sleepy House and not Ice House. Uh, I think the label it's, was grossly. It's partially the beer, but I think we both just had really long days. Yeah, we did. I mean, what? Well, I we we both talked about our days before we started recording, and yeah. it's just really long, exhausting. Today was a day where, like, you know, we did our day jobs all day, and it was fine, but like. I don't know. I didn't get a lot of sleep the night before, so maybe that's why I'm so tired. Maybe it's partially partially the beer. Maybe it's the nugs giving me that nice, cozy feeling. I still remember that <laughs> shit. Don't don't you think I forgot? Oh yeah, I actually forgot you had that. I got you nugs. Oh god, it was so good. I'm so glad I got you nugs. I am too. If I didn't have nugs tonight, I'd probably be more wrecked than I am now. Here's my take on this song. I think this is more of a song to show off Khalid, what Khalid can do. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, like, I get where Marshmallow's coming from, but I just don't really... I'm not really that interested in his music. I, I mean... I this, don't know why. I didn't like this song. You didn't like this song? No. I, I thought this song was, like, pretty it, but, like, I didn't think it was anything to write home about, you know? The lyrics were so... They were so vague. <laughs> it well, so and they were trying to. They were yeah. trying to like. They're trying to appeal to a sort of like sad and self-deprecating state of mind. Sure. But the lyrics were just so fucking abstract. Like sometimes, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes these pop songs. It's like, yeah. my God, do you have to get? Do you have to be so intentionally vague to try to reach the widest audience possible mm. all the time? Like, can you ever just talk about something that feels more specific and real? Like, anything. You can be specific about anything. You don't even have to be that specific. Just be just be a little... Just narrow your field a little bit. Like, you know? And, like, honestly, I didn't like his voice that much, to be honest. Really? And, no, I didn't. And... And why, like, did, why didn't you like his voice? Was there something about the production or the quality or the voice I itself? Just, I don't know why I didn't believe it. It just seemed like it just seemed like he was trying to execute something, and he was very aware mm. of the technical aspect. Like I can't know the things I'm saying, so I know I sound like either arrogant or and or stupid. But it's like <laughs> I just I just famous didn't last feel, words. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. 
it just didn't seem sincere at all. It was just like... Well, it's funny because we were talking about this topic in another episode of, like, whether or not EDM music can be more... can be sincere, or whether or not it can sound more sincere or less sincere. Um, and I think that in this song, because it's clearly, like, you know, a song that was made for, like, a club... Yeah. It was made to, like, be in the background while you're, like, you know, in the middle of, like, a break between another song. I think that part of that sort of makes it, like, a mid-break song, which means that the vocals don't really have to be talking about anything, because the vocals are more of, like, an aesthetic. They're more of, like, a vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. So, to me, like, the vocal, like, I honestly didn't, I saw the lyrics, but I, like, didn't really care about the lyrics in this oh, case. Because, no, yeah. like... You know, like, literally, he could be saying anything. He could be like, make me a sandwich. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, like, I'd be like, sweet. That sounds fine. So, I think that it's more about, like, the vibe that they were trying to make as opposed to, like, the actual message. It's like, okay, compare this to a song by, like, SZA, like, The Weeknd. It's like, the theme is so clear. And the lyrics tell a story, and they have insight, and her voice is so passionate. And then the music totally adds and enhances. Yeah. And it's just, this is just totally, it's like not even close. It's like, the theme is not clear, the vocals are not nearly as passionate and like, just gripping. And the music is just like, kind of all over the place and it's yeah. not adding and it's just kind of sure. messy and like oh let's try to add yeah. these little add these little popular like, motifs yeah. we can try to make it feel like it's cool and modern exactly it's like oh my it's like night and day like oh my god well I mean marry me SZA that's kind of I'm just trying to <laughs> you're just I'm trying just, to appease the SZA just trying to bring her up so we can talk about my love for her that's fine dude I'm telling you we're gonna be so I don't know if you guys heard we'll, we'll say this at the end of the podcast too but we're gonna be live tweeting the Grammys and SZA's up for a couple of awards she's up for album I think she might be up for best new artist and she's definitely up for best song for the weekend, so if uh, I ever meet her, well, well, I don't even know what I would do. I'd probably pass out. If I ever meet her, she would not be into me. I don't. Think. <laughs> but like, aww, no, Josh. I'm just saying. Like, I know that's probably the. Reality, I don't know if you're her type, but if I met her, I would just be like, I would compliment the music and all, and her voice and everything. Of course, yeah. But then I'd be like, hey, nothing's gonna happen here. But I've got a big crush on you. Aww. I think she'd think that'd be cute. Yeah. Like... Just let her know. Yeah. I think, you know, me being a, a straight dude, I realize this is not really... But I feel like if you... I feel like if you say something, like, pure to somebody... Like, if you're just like, I'm not expecting anything to happen. I'm not trying to get anything to happen. I just think you're cool. Yeah. You know? I think that's okay to share those feelings. Yeah. I think you should. I think if, like, you ever saw SZA, you should be like, listen, like, I think you're super cool. Yeah. I think that'd be fine. Yeah. It'd be a fun. I would I would tell her. Yeah. Um, well, what I was going to say, because you were talking about comparing SZA to this song, I think that comparing SZA to this song is not, it's almost not even an apt comparison just because is doing something in a totally different realm. Like, she's yeah. got this whole, like, soundscape going on, but this guy's going very, like, by the books, like, EDM. I almost think a song that I think of when I hear this song is, uh, like, something by Zed. Like, Clarity, for example. Do you know that song? No, I don't think 
because it's got, you know, it's it's very much an EDM song. Like, it's got, like, you know, starts with the verse, you've got, like, the build-up part, and then it builds up even more with just the beat, and then it goes into the breakdown, and the vocals come in, and then it does it over again. Um, but the difference between that song and this song is that the vocals are not only... They're, they're just a little bit more specific. Like, they're not even that specific. But they're just specific enough where you can kind of piece together, like, what's going on in this person's life and what's going on with, like, this particular relationship that they're talking about. Whereas in this song, I think it's just far enough away from that that trying to latch onto it, it's, like, too hard. Because I think that when you do lyrics to EDM or to any song, I think there is that fine line between making them generic enough where enough people can latch onto them, but making them specific enough where they feel emotionally invested, you know? Yeah. Like, and I mean, I don't write EDM songs, obviously. Like, it's a very hard thing. I feel like it's a very hard line to walk, because if you go and if you swing in either direction, it's not going to really seem right. Unless if you are very clearly trying to go in one of those directions, in which case, like, you gotta own that shit. Like, for this song, like, they should just own the fact that it was vaguer and just put more into the production and the beat, and I think that would have helped the song more. Yeah. Whereas, you know, if you had a song that was more specific with the vocals, uh, you would you would rely on that more, and then you bring the beat in, you know, when it's time and all that. So. Yeah. I've just... I mean, personally, I'm just... Most of the time, I prefer I prefer very blatantly honest lyrics mm. that are that seem sincere and personal. And yeah, me too. I am very much like a lyrics guy. That's part of why. I mean, like I think I'm that's not, why we play like rock music, though, right? Because mm. a lot of the lyrics are, at least in the lyrics that we gravitate towards, I think are more specific and and narrative based. Yeah, I mean. It's not a genre thing, in my opinion. It's not like mm. the genre is not important. It's just does it seem very does it seem sincere or personal or insightful or right. interesting? Like I get it's so easy for me to check out or just be annoyed or bored with songs that are very calculated and ambiguous <laughs> and trying to appeal. Yeah. Like which is ninety five percent of top forty music. So right. That's why. Um, and actually, going into hip hop, I think an example of a song that is pretty repetitive, but just has a great story with great lyrics is uh, "Today Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube. I don't know if you ever heard that song, but it's just like it's a, it's hilarious because it's literally Ice Cube just rapping about being a black man in America and like the day goes fine. He like drives past a cop, nothing happens. He sees his name on the Goodyear blimp. He like goes by like the basketball court. Yeah, plays some basketball. See, it's, like, it's just what, like what you're yeah. saying is like I'm liking that because it's like it just sounds like he's honestly writing about oh this is exactly exactly you know and it's funny because like because Ice Cube is such an angry rapper most of the time like he yeah. did America's Most Wanted like this dude is like he doesn't fuck around and to do a song like today was a good day is such like the opposite direction because he's literally just like yeah like. Day was good, and he yeah. li- and he's literally just talking like from when he wakes up till when his day is done. He yeah. just talks about his whole day, and so that's the kind of song where like the song itself and the beat is very much the same throughout the whole thing. Yeah. But the lyrics like are really it really adds to it and it, like makes that song. Yeah. So. Um, no, that sounds like a, that sounds like a very honest personal little anecdote which I relate to because yeah. 
uh, like I started writing these like cross between journal and poem things a lot. Oh, okay, cool. And they're like they they're in the very uh, very similar vein where it's like you know they're just very honest little blurbs of whatever yeah. has been on my mind. So no. it's like this is how my this is how that day went, or this is how this day went, or like this is this memory. Right, and it's like what I just said sounds very boring, but if no, it's not. If we want to, if we want to read these poems, they're very. I mean, it sounds very. I like, think they're refreshing. Or... They're refreshing because it's like we don't. We oftentimes don't share a lot of the things that we that are. We don't share the things that are really on our minds or mm-hmm. in our memories and histories, and it's like a you know. If Josh was selling a uh, a poetry book, this is when I would. Insert yeah. my plug for it, by the way. Yeah. I Maybe it will happen one day. I'll Are you interested in reading things that aren't the same boring shit? Check out Josh Rossi's poetry book. No, it's it's the same boring shit, but, like, <laughs> verbalized instead of, of hitting. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's like... Dude, like you... what? Like okay, so I did write. Like you know how in the even this podcast I mentioned almost crying at Little Drummer Boy, and I mentioned right. I mentioned thinking about the boy choir and if they were molested, and like why <laughs> which was... which was a very specific and weird thing. Yeah, to say. and like why <laughs> was back. why is Mary whitewashed? Right. You know, and like what's you know shows and movies are they escapism all the time? Is that good or bad? Like those things I was talking about right now on the podcast, like that was the. the you know, sort of short little poem I wrote was those things. Oh, that's really funny. It was all those things, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, let me read it sometime. Oh, I'll send it to you. Okay, cool. Sometimes it gets sexy. I talk about things like sexy things. (laughs) Just to warn you, Seth, sometimes my poetry gets a little sexy, so... No, because it's like... I just want to light some of those The thing is, like, most people, we we think about, like, our sexual history and or our sexual possibilities mm-hmm. that's like one of the mo- number one things we think about so it comes up in when I write a lot I guess that's fair yeah people think about sex a lot um not speaking of which let's I do keep our rankings. I keep our little thing like private though. okay good good yeah I mean unless for people who listen to the podcast and then you're yeah. in on it yeah um shout out to all the people that are listening to this podcast still we're on like season 2 episode 13 like you guys are fucking champs like oh, yeah. our fans are great our listeners are great I don't even want to say fans because that makes me sound like a conceited asshole, but, like, everybody who listens to our podcast, like, thank you. You mean the world to us. Seriously. And, like, like comment on our shit. Like, let us know what you're thinking. Like, we really want to know what you're thinking and, like, what you f- how you feel about our opinions. I've talked to a couple people who listen to this podcast and are like, I don't agree with you. And I was like, that's awesome and you should let us know. Because... <laughs> if anyone said that to me, I'd be like... That's cool, but you're wrong. <laughs> Just kidding, I would never say that. I actually <laughs> have a friend who I won't specifically say in name. She's probably listening to this podcast right now, though. And um, she definitely came up to me and she was like, yeah, you know that song that you really hate, I actually love. And I was like, what song? And she's like, ooh, I don't remember, but it has something to do with hands. And I was like, do you, and I was like, do you mean slow hands? Oh no! And she was like, yeah. And I was like, oh no! <laughs> and like, we got into a long ass. Like, I was like, dude, I can't. And she was like, but I like will jam to it in the car. And I'm like, that's great. I'm super happy you like it, but I just can't yeah, do that shit. That's what I would say. I'm like, I would be like, I'm happy for you. Yeah, it's like if somebody went up to you and was like, do believers like song of the year? No problem. 
Josh. They better not be on the Grammy <laughs> Award show. Dude, they are. They absolutely are. Are they really? You bet your ass, dude. If they're no, it's it, either no, 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 it's no, no. dude no. either either Thunder or Believer is up for Record of the Year. I think. Oh my! Are you serious? I'm like ninety percent sure. I can look it up. I can look it up. Are you fucking with me? I'm not. I am not fucking with you. I am not fucking with you. If they're on the, a Grammy nomination list. I kind of have. I feel like they've lost all credibility. I don't, I don't. Or they've gained all credibility. No, it's not that one. Okay, well, let's just do this right now because, um, because we're gonna be live tweeting it anyway. Let's just talk about the fucking Grammys right here. Let's just talk about the nominees because I. I don't know any. When is when is the when when are the Grammys? The Grammys are January twenty eighth of next year. So it's kind of soon. It's kind of soon. Yeah, we have some. We have a ways to go, but okay, cool. So, 2018 Grammys. Who the fuck is nominated? Oh, I bet you Taylor is gonna be nominated. Oh, absolutely. If Taylor's Wait, not... when did Life of When did Life of pa- Pablo come out? That was 2016. Yeah. That was like possibly even 2015. No, it was not. 2015. It was 2016, I think. That should have won some Grammy. That that was an amazing record. Really? Yeah. You liked that album? I thought that was an amazing record. Yeah. I mean, all right. But here's the thing: is I like Jesus, and no one liked Jesus. No, I. Ye- oh my. God. I was like. I was like, holy this fuck! Sounds Kanye fucking is amazing. Nuts. That yeah. was that was that was the album where I was like Kanye has been going insane, yeah. but he knows how to put it into music, and this is no, like, yeah that record. Like I always, I always liked Kanye, but when I heard that record, I was like, oh my god, Kanye's yeah. fucking. He's like, I'm, I still, st- I still think that that Yeezus was his most punk rock album, and that's why nobody liked it. Oh, but that was why was. I liked it because he was. That was his album where he's like, I don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks about this album. I'm just gonna make it, and I'm gonna make it no, weird that, as fuck. That record was incredible. So good. I think that I think that's one of his one of the best albums he's ever made, in my opinion. Um, if I had, oh, no, I don't know. Anyway, well, okay, let's talk about Grammys. So, um, so record of the year, you've got Redbone by Childish Gambino. You've got Despacito. Oh, Redbone's a great song. Redbone's a great song. You've got Story of OJ by Jay Z. You have Humble. You have Twenty Four Karat Magic. Uh, let's see. I'm just trying to find because I'm pretty sure I saw Imagine Dragons somewhere in here. I could be totally wrong. Oh, okay, so so check it. So best new artist, uh, Alyssa Cara, Khalid, Lil Uzi Vert, Julia Michaels, and motherfucking SZA. If SZA doesn't win that shit, I'm going to be so pissed. More like if Lil Uzi Vert wins that shit, I'm going to be double pissed. I haven't watched the Grammys in, I don't know, 10 years, but... We'll get excited because we're about to. If SZA doesn't win that... I'm gonna be pretty mad. I will never watch the Grammys again. <laughs> I'll be pretty fucking mad. I'll never watch the Grammys again. Like SZA deserves that shit so hard. Okay, best pop solo performance. I wouldn't be there. Also, I don't understand why Shape of You is up for best pop performance if Ed Sheeran literally performed that at last year's Grammys. Like, I don't understand how that works. Just whatever. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, so here we go. So best pop duo slash group performance. Thunders up. Imagine Dragons. Check that shit. Anyway, uh, let's do rankings. Because so okay, so here's um, so here's what I'm thinking for ranking. I'm thinking pretty hard. Well, actually, this is kind of a tough one. I'm a little conflicted because there was there was some. <laughs> I was really tempted to put all I want for Christmas is you last, but oh, I feel no, like that's not no gonna way, happen. No. 
For me, I think th- I think that my ranking anyway. I think Let You Down is one. For me, I think that Mic Drop is two. I think that All I Want for Christmas is three, and I think that Silence is four. I think that's my that's my gauge for songs. Okay. What are you thinking? I get ours is sort of similar. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, Let You Down is one, for sure. And yeah. then number two for me is All I Want for Christmas. Really? That's number two? Yeah. I, wow. Mariah Carey is great, and the song is okay. Mariah Carey is great. I um, yeah, I agree. I think Mariah... I mean, she has some old hits that are fucking awesome. That song's classic. And, you it know, is. it's like... I'll forgive its little... I think ears. I put it third just because, like, it's very generic and it's very Christmas. Yeah. It's... it's. I mean, Mariah Carey's a great singer, yeah. but it's just... For me, it was a little bit generic. So that's why I think I yeah, put it so low. It is, but but you put second, and then okay. silence is three, and then Mike. Really, yeah. silence is three. Yeah, you were just talking shit about that song for like ten minutes. Was I? You were. <laughs> what did I say about it? You were like, oh, it's boring. The vocals don't have any depth. It just sounds so generic and lame. Okay, you're right. I was talking mad shit. You were talking mad shit. I was, because I didn't like it that much. I didn't. But you think Mic Drop is lower than that. Yeah, I didn't like it, but Mic Drop I liked even less. I'm I'm pretty surprised by that. Purely out of what you said tonight, I'm surprised by that. Yeah. It sounded like it's you were not, more favorable. It's like I'm I'm down with like hardcore, more aggressive shit. It's just like I just didn't like Mic Drop. You just weren't feeling it? No. Okay. Well that's fine. Um well those are our rankings and this has been the episode of 40s and 40s. Um, we are very sleepy, so we're gonna get out of here. We're gonna, we're gonna go to bed. Yeah. Wink, wink. Uh, oh yes. (laughs) Um, I don't know what time of day most of our listeners listen to 40s and 40s. Probably in the morning, actually, because they're, they usually commute when they listen to it. But, uh, if you are listening to this before you go to sleep, hope you have a lovely night. And if you're listening (laughs) to this in the morning, hope you have a good commute. Hope your drive-by is... Chill and cool and not. Hope your drive-by is. I meant drive-by commute. That's what I meant. Uh Uh, That was a Queens of the Stone Age reference. Repeat. How we feeling out there? How's your drive time commute? But I'm a little bit too tired and buzzed to say it properly. So, if you do have a drive-by, be safe. Come on, don't don't leave the house without proper protection. And by that I mean just you know. Wear a condom. Don't, don't wear go, a condom. Don't people. go strapped. Or wear a condom while you do your drive-by. But I would not recommend that. That sounds Always pretty dangerous. I swear at all times. I'm wearing one right now. Mm, I yeah, mean, yeah. you don't e- know. Even if, even Bacteria, if, dude. It could get in there. Yeah. You never know. Even if, they're, even if they have birth control, it's just safer. It's just safer. Anyway, um, I've been Seth. And we've been fours and forties. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, listening to us yammer on here, and uh, we will see you next week for more exciting <laughs> Billboard Hot 100 coverage. Um, hope you guys have the best night ever. Thrilling, uh, sexy coverage. <laughs> you bet your ass. <laughs> and uh, yeah, tune in next week. We might have some surprises for you. So uh, have a good night, everybody. Cheers. Cheers.